I'm Grace, and welcome to my space. Hello, lovely people. Welcome to Grace's space. Um, I'm Grace, and I had an interesting morning because I just had a snake rescue. So I walk up, there's a hill by our house. And I like to walk up it. So I was walking up this hill and I found this cute little snake. And it was like, it was a little guy. And he was kind of like half moving and half not. And he was kind of flipped upside down. And he didn't look run over by a car. So I think he's okay. But I quickly got a stick from the side of the road and I flipped him over and I put him back in the grass real quick. And I think that he's living his best snake life again. So I've had a very exciting morning so far. And honestly, I had a dream about a snake last night. Except that snake was really big and it killed me in the dream. But I think I low-key manifested saving the snake today. So I feel pretty good about myself. And... um little snake i hope you're okay i hope that um you aren't run over by a car so that's how my morning is going and i hope your guys's morning is going well too it's almost the end of the week we definitely got this i've had a okay so my weekend was really good because i got to hang out with uh, my friend aislin and we had a sleepover on friday and I haven't had a sleepover since before Corona. I haven't stayed the night at someone's house before Corona. And it was really fun. It was really fun to hang out with her. Aislinn, if you're listening to this, I had a great time and I love you very much. And then on Saturday, um, we had a get together with one of our um, family friends, the Gandors. And that was also a good time. Um, we played cornhole. I realized I was really, really rusty uh, on cornhole. I think that's probably like a Midwestern sin. Um, I'm working on it. I really am. So, And then we watched Halloween Town, which was really, really fun. And then on Sunday, I actually got to see my roommate, Grace, for the first time since pre-quarantine which was it was so nice guys she lives in athens now and um so i just decided on sunday that i was gonna wake up and i was gonna drive to athens which one i i was really proud of myself because one i'm not spontaneous like at all i'm very set in my ways i'm very uh much like an old person my days look pretty much the same i wake up i eat my breakfast i exercise i do my classes i study and then i probably walk again and i like go to bed at like 10 30. so it was i was really proud of myself for being spontaneous for once and two I drove all the way there, guys. That's the farthest I've ever driven by myself in my entire life. And I have a, if you know me, I have a fear of driving. I don't know why. I've always been like that. I got my license like at 17 and a half. I like, I hate driving. I 
really don't know what it is. Actually, I do. It's probably the fact that you're literally driving like a, I don't know how many car, pounds cars are, but you're driving like a two ton death machine um, going like 70 miles an hour. That's actually probably what scares me about driving. But anywho, I drove all the way there and it went well. I, okay, it went well ex- except the end. So in Athens, um, the main street is called Court Street. And I didn't really realize this. Honestly, I go to Athens and I forgot about this. But it's a one-way street. And I was turning to meet Grace and my friend Sophia for lunch. And I turned down Court Street. And I saw people looking at me. And I was like, what are you looking at? Like, I'm just a girl in the town going to meet her friends for lunch like I know crazy thing like woo and I realized that they were looking at me because I was going the wrong way down a a one-way street and I saw my life flash before my eyes you guys I saw it flash before my eyes and another car is going towards me and I quick turned up an alley and I I think it was a miracle. I really do that I didn't get in an accident that day. But you know what? We made it. I made it back safely. And I will never, ever turn down the wrong way in Court Street again. Um, But yeah, this weekend I did a lot of socializing, which um, safely and like we wore masks when we were out, you know. And it, I think it's still really important to be safe when you're doing these things. But it made me realize how socially rusty I felt. Because I haven't really socialized outside of work since pre-pandemic. Save for a few walks here and there um, and things like that. But I, it made me realize how much I missed being around people and it it made me realize how much I missed my friends and um it was a great weekend but not gonna lie it's made this week a little hard because I think sometimes when you come off of a really great weekend um it can make your week tough to get through so that's kind of where I'm at this week and um with that said It's time for my weekly favorites. All right, we're going to get into my weekly favorites. Um, So first, I want to shout out my favorite content creator of the week. And that's my friend Cecilia Minard. She has a YouTube channel. And Cecilia, I love your YouTube videos. She does vlogs, she does fashion videos, she does basically a little bit of everything. And what I love about Cecilia's videos is you can really tell the work that she puts in on the editing. They're really, really well done. And Cecilia, keep putting in awesome stuff. Keep making awesome content. 
she just hit a thousand subscribers so let's get that up guys let's give her some more subscribers uh my weekly favorite song is called kids by current joys and this song um it's about growing up and it's about being a kid and not really knowing where you stand and what you want from life and i think that this is um very relatable to me and very reflective of my life now and i think another reason why i love this song is it, it has this very garage rock sound and it reminds me of when i would see my friends um in high school and in college perform and their songs and so it has this very nostalgic feeling to me and it's very special so um please go check that out my favorite food of the week is chocolate chip cookies homemade chocolate chip cookies i have had a huge sweet tooth lately i have and i decided to make chocolate chip cookies with the my mom buys chocolate chips and she like gives us like one and then um hides the rest but i found her stash and i made chocolate chip cookies out of them and they were a million out of ten please go make yourself some chocolate chip cookies out of scratch they're my favorite thing ever in the entire world so that's it for my weekly favorites. Let's get into the episode because I'm excited about this one. All right. So this week's episode is a little bit of a story time, kind of. So last week I mentioned that I did a complete clean out of my room. And I honestly cannot tell you what prompted me to do this. I I got a plant and I painted a little pot for this guy. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to clean out my shelf um, on my dresser and make a whole plant display. So I did that. And then the next thing I knew, I was literally cleaning out everything from my closet and like going like Marie Kondo style, like get rid of everything. And I was like, the more I started doing it, the more I was like, I just want all the junk out. Like I just want it gone. And the past week I've been cleaning out my room, which it's such a weird feeling because in my 19 years of existence, I never thought I would clean out my room for fun or to pass the time. And uh, there's a, I didn't realize how much stuff I had. I really didn't. Going through all my boxes and my closet, I had so much just stuff and papers and all of the stuff piled up. And some of it was junk, but some of it was pure nostalgic gold. And I have some things that I was really excited to find. So in this episode, I'm going to be ranking the uh, top seven items that I found in my room. And I wanted to do a top 10, guys. I really did. But 
I didn't really have 10 things that I was super excited about. And so we're going to do a top seven because um, quality always comes over quantity on the show and in life. So I'm just going to kick it off with number seven. Coming in with number seven is my recorder. I found my recorder. I was so excited about this, guys. And guess what? I remembered how to play hot cross buns. I did. And I remember trying so hard to get the little belts. Do you guys remember the karate belts in elementary school? And honestly, the, the recorder was probably like the source of all joy in third, fourth, and fifth grade. And this just holds a special place in my heart, although it wasn't as, I think, entertaining as the rest. So I put it in at number seven because we love my recorder, but there were more unique things <laughs> coming. Number six, coming in at number six was a letter, a postcard from Joey King. Now, if you don't know who Joey King is, she is that girl in the kissing booth. Um, she's kind of a meme right now. Um, but no hate towards Joey King. Anyway, um, when I was little, I loved the movie Ramona and Beezus. And I remember I really just wanted to write fan mail. But I told myself, Grace, you have to be strategic about this. Because I was like... If I were to write fan mail to like Selena Gomez or Taylor Swift, no way would they respond. No way. We got to get a B or C less celebrity here to, to, to really get the best odds of getting a fan letter back. So I picked Joey King because she was close to my age and I knew she would probably not be <laughs> getting that much fan mail. So, um... So I wrote her and she wrote me back and she said, Grace, always follow your dreams. Stay terrifical, which that was her catchphrase as Ramona and Ramona and Beezus. And I think I've done a pretty good job of following my dreams. I have this podcast now, which um, is it's basically a lifelong dream. So um, thank you, Joey King, for that advice. And thanks for responding to me. And um, now I look fondly back on your, your letter if you ever listen to this. Number five, we have my Muppet. Now, guys, some people had American Girl dolls. Some people had Barbies. I had a customizable Muppet. I had this thing and it had, um, it came in a kit. And you could change out, like, the eyes, the outfits, the wigs of the Muppet. I went through a huge Muppet phase. I don't think I'll ever really be done with my Muppet phase. I have three seasons on DVD. This was kind of, like, a weird thing because, like, who has their own Muppet? Like, really? Like, like it, it does have me questioning if I'm a man or a Muppet. Um, but anywho, I loved my Muppet. I will keep him or her or... I don't know if Muppets have genders. I really, I don't, actually don't think they have genders. But I will keep this Muppet and I will cherish it. And that's why it's coming smack dab in the middle of the list at number five. Okay. 
Coming in at number four, we have my box of baby teeth. So I, we, okay, so everybody has their tooth fairy pillow, you know, where they, um, they keep their, they put their little tooth and then the tooth fairy, um, AKA your, okay, I'm sorry. I like, if you're listening to this and you still believe in the tooth fairy, uh, I, I didn't mean to spoil that it's your parents. Just skip ahead, guys. Skip ahead if you think that the tooth fairy is real. Anyway, um, you have the pillow where you put the tooth and the tooth fairy takes the tooth and then leaves candy. Well, I always wrote to the tooth fairy that I wanted to keep the teeth. And I had a little box that was shaped like a tooth. And it had all my baby teeth and I found it, guys. I found it. So, um if there's ever a grace clone being made or like if that's a future thing i have the dna um but that's actually like really weird like who keeps their teeth i i don't i the teeth are going in the trash guys that's really weird but kind of entertaining so that's why it's coming in at number four all right number three Okay, Grandmom, I love you. Grandmom Stoy, I love you. But I remember, okay, so you got this canvas. And it is this, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. It's the worst picture of me I've ever seen. And this was in middle school. And it was a zoomed in, zoomed in picture of my face. And I had really big glasses. See the elementary school episode for my style because that's what I was wearing. And I was not smiling, but you could see my teeth and I had rainbow braces. I don't really know what this canvas was for. I love it now. Like grandma, I look back on this canvas and I think it's so funny. And I'm so glad you made it, but it is literally the worst picture of me ever. Um, it's currently in my room. This was a gem that I found. And um, thank you for getting me this zoomed in canvas of my face because I look back on her fondly. All right. Number two. We're getting close to number one, guys. Middle school student council posters. I always did student council through middle school and high school and in middle school especially i had the most we're just gonna say interesting uh posters so i actually have a few of these here and honestly i wish i could show pictures on this podcast because there's something um i did a minecraft theme because i was obsessed with minecraft and actually, I remember I was so obsessed with Minecraft in middle school that I um, I actually passed up concert tickets in, in favor of getting the PC version of Minecraft in middle school. But anyway, I have one that it's a picture of a zombie and it said like the Minecraft zombie. And it says, don't be a zombie. Vote for Grace Arnold for student council. Okay, we got another one that says Ghast. It just says Ghast. And Ghast is a monster on Minecraft. I don't know why it just says Ghast, but it just says Ghast. It says Ghast. Vote for Grace Arnold for student council. Both of these have 
very passive aggressive looking smiley faces typed out on the computer on them. Um, so they really said vote for me or else, honestly. Um, they're quite the interesting posters. And then the last one is that you guys remember the old challenge accepted meme? Well, it it is that. I I had that. It said vote for Grace Arnold, challenge accepted. And it has scribbles on it. And that was honestly the peak of professionalism. It right there, it really is. So you may be thinking, what can possibly top the middle school student council posters, Grace? And coming in, the time has finally arrived, guys. Number one, we have my essay on destiny and fate from middle school, from seventh grade. Now, keep in mind when I wrote this, guys, I was 12 or 13. Some of the lines in this are very, I thought I was doing something, but I was not. Well, I was now looking back because they did make me laugh, but I'm going to read you some, some, or some excerpts from this essay because, um, they're very interesting to me. So just to set up what I'm about to say, I'll, I'll just read the first sentence so you get an, a general idea on what the essay is about. In this essay, I will explain my view on the topic, is destiny real? I will also explain my view on fate and if everything happens to teach a lesson. So there's your background. Um, I do not think that destiny is real. I don't think it, uh, everything happens to teach a lesson either. For example, if my hamster died, I didn't have a hamster, guys. I don't know where I got this from. And it was a perfectly healthy hamster, and this is a fact proven by the veterinarian. And then the hamster suddenly died the next day. Some people would say it was fate and it happened for a reason. But I would not think so because what lesson does a dead hamster teach me at all? The hamsters don't live long. Also, the hamster may, may have developed a disease overnight. Maybe due to the temperature of the room, it developed a sickness. Maybe some kind of fungus landed on it and it developed a fungal disease when it inhaled the spores, therefore killing it. Maybe the veterinarian could not detect this. This is yet another example of a scientific explanation. I don't think this hamster was chosen to die. I think it was a random process that happened. Even if it was chosen to die, what purpose would a dead hamster serve anyone anyway? Good question. She was really asking the big questions back then. I think that we as people make our own choices. And we can't predict the future. For example, I can't just go to the beach with a friend and say, Hey, buddy, don't look now, but you're going to be bit by a shark at exactly 1 p.m. today. But people can easily prevent shark bites by installing a shark net. What's a shark net? So though we don't have control over things, we have partial control over things. So I know I can then say, hey, buddy, I know you will not get bitten by a shark at exactly 1 p.m. today. I don't think our choices are predetermined because I think that they are our own. I, if I want to pack a cucumber, it is my choice, not someone saying, hey, kid, you're going to eat a cucumber and there's nothing you can do about it. 
So I could go on on this essay, but I will not bore you with the boring details, but those are some of the highlights. And oh my gosh, this is just a glimpse into middle school Grace's chaotic mind. Um, so that's why it's at number one, because that actually made me laugh out loud and I will cherish that essay forever. So I don't know, this essay or this episode was a bit all over the place, I know, but I just wanted to give you a bit of a funny story time. And with that being said, it's time for my favorite part, which is the Q&A. So I'll see you then. Okay, welcome to Q&A, my favorite part of every week. So for today's episode, I don't have a specific topic to really ask questions around. So I told you guys to ask me anything, whether that's advice or just random questions. So I'm going to get into those. Okay. Most awkward incident involving talking to someone you had a crush on. So... I'm just going to preface this by saying that I am a very obvious person. You can always tell what I'm thinking, which I think is sometimes a good thing because I do wear my heart on my sleeve and I do like that about myself. However, when I'm talking to people that I like, it's very, very obvious that I like you. So I remember I did Model UN in high school and... I don't know what it is about Model UN, but just, like, everybody tries to date each other in Model UN, which is, like, pointless because you're never going to see these people again. Anywho, there was a boy who I thought was cute, but I didn't say anyone to, I didn't say anything to anyone because I don't really, like, talk about the people that I have crushes on. I just, or if I think they're cute, I don't really, like, that's just not me, so I just kind of keep it to myself. I didn't really say anything the whole day, and I don't even think I really talked to this person, but I was partners with this girl named Katie, and Katie, if you're listening to this, I miss you. Um, She's my sister's friend, and I must have been really obvious that I liked this person because Katie, Emily told me that Katie was like, did Grace have a crush on this boy? And Emily's like, I don't know. And she's like, oh, she just kept looking at him and like giggling the whole time, which I was completely oblivious to. I don't know if that's like the most awkward, but that just goes to show I did not realize how I was coming off. And it really made me think about um, how I interact with people that I potentially like because I always think I'm very discreet. And I thought that day, I really thought I was being discreet, but it turns out I was not. I was not being discreet. Um, so yeah, that was that was a pretty awkward incident. Um, I don't think that person is probably listening to this, but I, I'm sorry if I made you <laughs> uncomfortable with me being very uh, apparent there. Um, next question. What surprised you uh, about college? Any advice for people going to college soon? Okay, so I go to OU and 
OU, I don't really know why it has the reputation of being a big party school, but it has that reputation sometimes. And I do think that that's changing now. But um, when I went in, I thought that there was, it was going to be very a party-centric environment. I thought that that was going to be pretty overwhelming to me. Um, but what surprised me is that it really is all about who you surround yourself with. So if you do in a party and you surround yourself with people who have similar values, that's great. Go have fun. Be safe, but have fun. Um, but I thought it was really not my type beat. So I surrounded myself with people who also kind of shared the same views. And um, it wasn't, I mean, I found myself kind of removed from the party scene in a lot of ways. And that surprised me because I learned that college is really what you make of it. And it's more about who you surround yourself with than the actual environment itself. Um, and some advice, um, a lot of people are going to tell you a lot of different things about college, I think. Um, you're going to hear that you need to study a lot, you know, to be successful. You're going to hear that, you're going to hear so many things from different people. And my thing is, take it all with a grain of salt. College is what you make of it, much like life is what you make of it. And um, go your own way and don't be afraid to um, to go your own way because you're going to be, people are going to tell you to do lots of different things, but listen to your own internal voice and you're going to be, you're going to be fine. If you were a plant, what kind of plant would you be? I think I would be a dandelion. And here's why. I know a lot of people think that dandelions are bad, like they're weeds, but I think that dandelions are the most pretty, captivating flower there is because one, they go through such a big change. And I think that right now I'm going through changes as well. And I, I'm going from that yellow flower and blossoming into that, the little puff ball. And I think also that <laughs> I know this is kind of a funny answer and probably probably a little bit awkward now that I was saying it. But anyway, um, dandelions also bloom wherever they're planted. They're very flexible and they're very resilient. And even if you try to kill them off, they come back even stronger. And I think that I'm also a pretty resilient person. And so that's why I would say I'm a dandelion. Weirdest experience in a public bathroom. Um, when I was in elementary school, um, and Lexi Mullen, if you're listening to this, I, um, I know you remember this incident because I came into class looking literally full of crap. So a, ba a, a toilet exploded on me, basically, in our elementary school bathroom. It was disgusting. It was um, very embarrassing to walk back to class to tell the teacher that I needed a change of clothes because I literally had bathroom on me because the toilet malfunctioned and exploded. 
So I think that was probably my weirdest experience in a public bathroom. I haven't thought about that memory in a very long time. Probably won't be revisiting it anytime soon. Um, what are you thinking of doing after college? I don't know. Um, I, unrelated to my career, which I'm, I'm really thinking about what I want to do career-wise right now, but, um, generally what I want to do is I want to travel. I want to live abroad at least for a year after college. I want to see what different cultures are like. And I've even debated going into the Peace Corps. I, I think that's a big, um, a big dream of mine. And, um, it does sound like the cliche thing to say travel, but I think there's so much of the world out there and um, there's so much I want to see and do. And I think that after college is a perfect time to do that. Another big life goal of mine is um, after college, I would love to write a book. I really would. I love to write. And um, I think I have some stories to tell. And that's a a big thing. Those are some things unrelated to my career um, that I really want to pursue after college. Mm, someone said, just talk about your life. What's life like for me? It's, it's a lot of ups and downs. And I feel like I say that every single week. But um, in some sense, I'm very content. I live a very blessed life where I am um, safe and healthy and my loved ones are safe and healthy. And, um, there's a lot of stability, which I, uh, I appreciate. And I'm doing some things that excite me right now, like this podcast, and I'm writing a blog for my work, which is crazy. And it's a dream come true. And in that sense, I'm very happy. Um, but in another sense, um, especially this weekend, I think made me realize that, um, I miss my friends a lot and I miss life as it was because I think that every time and the two times I've visited Athens, one with my mom and one to visit, um, Grace, um, I have fun, but I realized that that is where I'm, I, I would be right now. And I think I'm coming to terms with that. My life looks nothing like what I thought it was going to look like. And sometimes that's really hard. Some, sometimes I struggle a lot with um, remote learning and just the social. I miss, like, I got to bump into some people when I was in Athens. And I haven't bumped into anybody in a long time. Like, I haven't had interactions with just acquaintances. Um, and so I'm learning that. I'm learning a lot about being on my own. I'm learning about being content with being on my own. And so it's a very interesting place to be in. And do I regret this time right now? No, because I think I'm learning so much about myself and the world around me. But it's also a very weird space to be in. And that is, that's what my life is like right now. I really like this question. It's what's your favorite food? Um, okay, this person, Jade, I think she's so cool. She's a nutrition major and she posts all the time about the cool food she's making. And Jade, I think you're awesome if you're listening to this. Um, but 
I would always used to say my favorite food is gazpacho, which is this Spanish cold soup and it's delicious. It's made out of cucumbers and tomatoes. Um, I honestly think I just said that was my favorite food because I love the word gazpacho. In reality, um, it seems like the typical thing to say, oh, how can I choose one thing? But I think my favorite food is fresh food. Anything fresh. I love sweet potatoes. I love tomatoes. I love any kind of fruits and vegetables. Um, I, I love homemade things. I love homemade foods. And so specifically, it's really, really hard for me to pinpoint what my favorite food is, but I think it's way more fitting for me to just say that my favorite food is fresh food. Do you think that Mars will be actually colonized within this decade and be habitable? I really, to be honest with you, and I should probably know more about this subject, but I don't really know where, what the status is, I guess, of, um, where we are in colonizing Mars. But what I am going to say is that's really scary to think about because I love earth and I don't want to think about Mars being colonized because that means that our our Earth is getting to a place where we can't live on it anymore. And I don't know if <laughs> I don't have the answer really, but um, I am just hoping that maybe within this decade, instead of colonizing Mars, we can fix the issues we have with climate change and we can still live on Earth because I love you, Mother Earth. Um, and I want to live on you for my lifetime and my children's lifetime. Oh my gosh, this next. So Izzy, my friend, said, tell the pumpkin pie no sugar story because that never fails to make me giggle. So I guess we're kind of switching into a lighthearted topic now, which I appreciate. But essentially, I, a few years ago, was put in charge of making the pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. And I baked everything right. I It looked delicious. But when we cut into her, uh, there was no sugar. She was not sweetened because I had forgot to put the sugar in. Now, I don't know how you could forget to put sugar in a pie, but I did that. And my family was very nice about it. We just put on extra whipped cream and we, we ate that bad boy. But... Um, just needless to say, the pumpkin pie was not at its best at the family um, Arnold get-together that year. Um, advice on making friends in college. Uh, a lot of people, I think, will say that go to these like freshman meetups, go join clubs, go to these activities where you're like supposed to make friends. Um, and I think that a lot of people do find friends of these things, and I'm not meaning to bash that. But in my experience, the f the best friends that I made in college were completely random. Um, my roommate, Grace, she was a random roommate, ended up being my best friend. Um, my other friend, Haley, uh, she, she randomly lived right across from me 
and we talk like every day. I love you, Haley. If you're listening to this, you are the best. Um, another time I made a friend, uh, there's this girl, Kat, and I was sitting in the dining hall by myself and she was like, let's chat, let's be friends. And we just randomly sat together and then we became friends. And so I think that a lot of times you'll make friends in the most unexpected of places in college and not necessarily the places where you think you're going to make friends. Um, Be open-minded when it comes to different people. You never know who's going to be your next friend. And I realize that this is a tough time. You're transitioning from your high school friend group to, you know, now in college with a whole new set of friends. Um, just be patient know that friendships take a lot of work and um you may find yourself your friendships will change a lot because at the very beginning um everybody wants to be friends and you have to kind of figure out who are the people that i added on snapchat that probably i won't talk to and who are the people who I want to pursue a friendship with and it takes a lot of uh, mental energy to figure that out but um, once you do find your people develop those friendships and the person who asked this is a very lovely person you're gonna have no trouble making friends um advice on boys they all suck um okay I am really sorry I'm probably the wrong person to be asking advice about boys on because I have very, very, very minimal experience. Um, but what I am going to say is that, um, my mom always tells me that when it comes to romance or whatever, to be patient and that your time will come. And, um, the person asking this is, um, in high school and we go to a very small high school and there's, a very small dating pool and you're going to be in college soon and you're going to be in the real world and you're going to find someone. And I promise you boys do not all, they don't all suck. Um, just think of everybody as human beings. Some people will, you'll be compatible with and some people you won't. And, um, you are a strong, badass woman. I see you in the gym and you are just killing it and any boy would be lucky to have you and I don't really have a lot of advice on boys just because I don't have a lot of experience but just be confident in who you are and you're gonna find someone awesome because you are also awesome. Where do I want to travel the most? Um. I actually want to study abroad. I really do. And where I want to study abroad is either the Czech Republic um, and I've thought about Denmark too. And I think that these would be really interesting places to um, travel because they're not huge places like, you know, I don't really want to go to London or or Paris, um, but I want to go to somewhere with a a really rich culture and a really... um, And somewhere with a lot of art and these places kind of seem like they would be places with a lot of art. And also I would love to go to Africa. I would love to, I think there's a lot of natural beauty in Africa. And that's also a place that I really, really want to go. Now, 
I don't really have much of a concept of a lot of places around the world. And I realize as I'm speaking on this, I'm not as informed as I would like to be about these places. And I want to do more research. But right now, those are just where I'm where I'm thinking. What are your career goals? I'm figuring that out right now. And um, I know my passions are people and writing and I think um, and speaking. And that's why I'm in communications. And that is such a broad field, you know, and I think every day I kind of want to do something different for my career. I see like 25 different graces and whatever I do, I know it's going to be, I'm confident that I'm going to do big things. Um, but I don't know. I, sometimes I think about like maybe advertising. I'm very passionate and I could definitely see myself advocating for products that I'm passionate about, or maybe it is, I don't really want to get into politics, but I do, I do like advocacy. And I've, I've thought about that. I've thought about working for nonprofits. I don't know what I'm going to do for my career, but I think that's okay. And I, I have a lot of growing to do and, um, I'm confident in myself that I'm going to, I'm going to do big things. Um, last question. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? So a lot of people think that I am an an extrovert because I'm very outgoing. I'm very friendly. I love making friends. I love people. But I personally consider myself an introvert. Um, I very much need copious amounts of alone time to recharge. I love my space. I, I love my time alone. And yeah, that's, that's me. I, um, I draw my energy from being by myself and I need that in order to be someone who likes to interact with people. So I consider myself more of an introvert actually. Um, okay. So I actually got one more question that I forgot to answer. And this person said, how do you deal with friendships that are drifting apart? Um, I'm actually in some ways dealing, I've dealt with this because of Corona and because, you know, you're right now, I don't have the institutional structures of high school or college where I have, you know, the ability to see people on a daily basis anymore. And so that's kind of hard on friendships. I think that you have um, two ways you can go with this. And one is you can either talk to the person and tell them how you're feeling. I think that communication is 100% key in any relationship. And you can tell them that you miss them and that you feel that you are, we're, you're drifting apart as friends and that you want to stay in touch. Um, or you can kind of accept the changing nature of your friendship and a lot of friendships, it is the reality that they don't, you know, they're, they sometimes stay for a season and then they, you drift apart. And, um, it's a very tough thing to deal with. So my heart goes out to you, but, um, please tell this, please reach out to this person. And if they don't reciprocate, um, know that you're worthy of love and, and a good friendship. So, 
on that note, I'm going to end the Q&A for this week. It's been a great episode, guys. I love hanging out with you, and I'll see you next week. Make sure to follow Grace's Space on Twitter at Grace's Space 3. Follow me on Instagram for more at grace.arnold underscore. And I had fun hanging out with you guys this week. Um, if you want to share, that always means the world to me um, that you share my podcast and that you listen to it. And you guys are the best. You rock.